And here you are again, getting roped in to listen to me talk about nothing. Well, actually, we're talking about something today, something very important for most people, or, or specifically very important for the people that find themselves in the caregiving scenarios. We're talking about today setting healthy boundaries and how to set those boundaries for yourself in your work environment, in your personal relationships, family, and the world around you. So we give so much of ourselves often. As a parent, I give everything to my daughter, everything of myself that I possibly could. Um, as a professional hypnotist, I give everything I can to my clients. I often give services to people who cannot afford it at a very discounted rate at whatever they can manage for themselves because I want to see people climb out of the prisons that are, are built around them. And seeing that and watching people take those steps is a huge um, uplifting experience for both them and myself. But in doing so, if I don't set the appropriate boundaries in, this re in these relationships, um, both personal and professional relationships, then things start to get out of hand. So, you know, uh, we go through all of our lives doing all these things and end up forgetting about ourselves. It causes us to get irritated with the most tiniest of things. So we argue with the people that we love the most, or we um, explode on a work colleague or a, a coworker. Um, when things start to become a little too overwhelming because we have not set those appropriate boundaries, now we start to lash out in multiple different scenarios, causing us more stress, anxiety, and worry, which if you've ever talked to me, you know that those are manufactured. Not that we don't alone suffer from them, but we manufacture those inside of ourselves by the what-if scenarios. So it's so important to set these boundaries to start to reduce some of those things. Now, those boundaries are like a no trespassing sign. Like, you're not allowed to go past this, period. Now, these could be rules or guidelines or limits that you can create to protect yourself from the undue stress, any burnout, or the ability for you to manufacture more anxious feelings. So by setting these clear and effective boundaries, you can permit yourself to have a personal life. And you can, you can allow yourself to have emotional space from the things that suffocate you the most. Now, you might feel bad at the beginning. Like, oh, I can't say no. I just can't say no to these people. But, you know, if you do, that permits you from more challenging issues and permits you from being overwhelmed when you learn to find those boundaries. So if you're able to say no, you're able to maintain those appropriate perspectives for yourself. Now, more or less, actually more, it's practicing self-care. It's you taking responsibility and caring for yourself the way that you're doing for others. But you can't do that without being able to first communicate your needs and your relationship. Being able to say, this is what I need out of what we're doing and having that honest space. Now make time for that space. And then as you do, you're going to start to make time for other things in your life. You're going to have more positive personal interactions. 
you're going to see setting those limits helps your relationship. That helps your work. People know exactly what they have are, are expected to do when it comes to dealing with you. Now, here are some things that you could offer to start your boundaries. Um, most of the time, we avoid setting the boundary because we're scared of a rejection or a, a confrontation at all or feeling guilty because you can't help somebody. Now, there's other concerns, like you want to maintain a positive relationship with your boss. So every time they ask you to do something, you say yes. you got to get that promotion. Well, part of that comes down to realizing what your core values are, and that's a good way to set boundaries. As you've heard me say before, core values are one of the more important things, if not the most important thing, to help you start making your decisions. And these boundaries are within that decision-making process. But to do these things, you have to respect yourself. So you got to start from a foundation of a healthy love and respect for yourself. All those experiences you've had, including the mistakes you've made, shape who you are. No one besides you, no matter how persuasive they could be, can be in control of your thoughts, emotions, and feelings unless you give them the opportunity to. And when you respect yourself and who you are, others will start to treat you in the same respect. And if they don't, that's a clear sign not to engage with them. But to do that, you have to take responsibility for who you are. That means becoming self-aware just a little bit, digging into what those core values are, sitting down and having this concept of who you really are and who you want to be. Then you can start to develop the capacity for conscious involvement in those boundaries to know what needs to be done for you and Know what you need to make your life exactly how you want it. And by setting those boundaries, you're telling other people how to expect to be treated. Now, in other words, you're setting the limits about who you can allow into your space and what you expect from other people who are welcomed into your space. How you want to be spoken to, if you want your hand shook or now the new elbow touch, um how you should be treated both physically and emotionally. Knowing yourself is the bottom line to this. That means figuring out exactly what's important to you, those core values. And gaining access to your world and to become familiar and comfortable with your own beliefs, your own emotions, your own feelings. That's essential to this. Now, by knowing yourself more, you'd be able to more effectively identify who you want to be and what you want to do, which will allow you to take care of yourself and set those healthy boundaries. You know, name your feelings in these interactions. You know, challenging emotions like feeling overwhelmed or angry or frustrated are guideposts. And when they are uncovered, you have to figure out what is pushing you in that direction. What are those triggers? Now, these are signals that others might offer you, the trigger on you. Developing emotional literacy for yourself can set an impact on who you're allowing into your life to create these stimuli that could be triggering you. Now, you got to prepare yourself. 
to set these boundaries because setting them is healthy. But the fear of stepping past your normal way of doing business is a little, you know, daunting to be, to be said at the very least. But when you're having conversations like this, when you're having a coworker who is overreaching their boundaries, when you approach it, start the conversation with uh, basically a disclaimer, setting the stage for compassionate, permissive discussion. Break the ice by changing, changing your, uh, sharing your resolution by saying, I'm changing the way I'm doing business here. And to make it easier for, for myself, I'm laying out ground rules. Explain why it's important to you and how you believe it's going to help you and possibly help the other person there within that relationship context. Centering your own space will be a meaningful, meaningful change for you. And it will give you undisputed value and wellness, uh, if nothing else, for the healthy sleep in the evenings. Now, after this, to reinforce those people's living within your boundaries, express gratitude for it. You know, some people have set, trouble setting those boundaries, and they usually have trouble responding to others' boundaries also. Sometimes you could feel uh, dismissed or angry or rejected from your friends or your loved ones. Um, and that puts a limit on your interactions. But as you begin to understand that people set boundaries to protect their own well-being, you may cultivate an attitude of gratitude by responding to others with, you know, I value your honesty and I appreciate you sharing whatever your boundary is with me. These are my boundaries. So now we can move forward from a level playing field. Now, if the boundary is hard for you to understand, if it's with a spouse or if you're having a hard time conveying your boundary, have a real conversation about what is expected of you and what they, um, what you expect of the others. Realize that no means no. It's common to feel like you need to explain your boundaries to others, but you don't have to. You know, sometimes the simplest, most honest response is no thanks. Practice saying no thanks and nothing more. Start small talk with no thanks when your roommate asks if you want to watch a TV show, or no thanks to the person who wants to buy you a drink at the bar. Doing so would allow you to show other people that you respect yourself and that they should as well. And once you bend these no's, once you throw those out and then people don't respect them, then you have to stick to your perspective and disengage from the situation. Now, I hope you uh, found something useful out of this boundaries conversation, and I really look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. I so appreciate these, these talks, and I know that you've tried everything else. So why not hypnosis? Check me out at whynothypnosis.com, and I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Click the button, for, click the button below to check out the website. Have a good day.